issue of Icons of the Water World here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'll be your GM for the day, Jason. And with me is Brian playing the Monkey King, Curtis playing Imundan. 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 I'll get it right after a few minutes. <laughs> it's weird, I was saying it right earlier, I think. But we have Tarky playing Slapshot. Zach playing Howdy. Wolf Witch. Hello. And Anna playing the Architect. We are short one player forever last, but he should be along directly. Alright. So we had to miss, we had to skip what would have been our last session. So it's been a month since we played. And I think at least two players weren't here then. So, who remembers what happened? Uh, we were all called together by the Crucible to deal with the magical end of the extra-dimensional invasion. Correct. <clears throat> you had wrapped up, well, just for the folks that weren't here, the first part of last session, we wrapped up the fight with the, I guess, street-level heroes, or the, the miscellaneous heroes, in a roads in the city of Rhodes Ferry, uh, let's see. One of your enemies turned out to be in uh, immortal, as best you can guess. At least he took a hitter off a building, kind of went splat, and then later on had gotten up and was trying to get away. Uh, Street Shark, I believe, leveled part of the building they were standing on by mistake. Is anyone surprised? Uh, no. Uh, with things coming up out of the ground, though, I think you you were able to kind of push that off to the media as that may have been something they did, the invaders did. But you managed to save the people that were on the rooftop. That, that's what attorneys and PR reps are for. Uh, but yeah, nobody's digging too deep into that story because... You did save all the people on the rooftop. You saved a couple police officers, you know. It was like one little apartment building. A lot of windows in some of the surrounding buildings. But wrapping that up, we then moved over to Savannah, Georgia. Where a... Another mishmashed group of heroes had all received letters... Some of them were left on their kitchen tables. Some of them were left on their bedside tables. Some were left in their uh, sanctums, if you will. All with an address to meet at this nice house in Savannah, Georgia. Uh, they were issued in, or ushered in, I should say, uh, by a young man whose name I know I wrote down. It's been a month, so I'm not even sure what page he's on. <coughs> May have been a Matthew something. Anyway, young man. Uh, 
that as soon as he shut the door behind you, he had gone from from being in a suit, you know, looking kind of business business casual, not business casual, but uh, you know, typical office worker kind of suit. The second the door shut, though, he's standing there in robes, ushers you through this house uh, into a study where you you met a man who answered to the name of the Crucible and wore a particular suit of armor. Do I still have... There we go. We'll go ahead and flash that up again. Uh, the two uh, immortal or long-lived magic users in the party, the Architect and the Wolf Witch, uh, I want to say they both recognized him. Uh, the let's see. Refresh my memories. The architect that goes back to like the Crusades, right? Or did she not go back that far? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, how old was the architect? Oh shoot. Let me look. Because I. I... One. Is it? Yes. Uh, she was born around 1100. Okay. So I want to say she was the oldest one in the party. Because Wolf Witch was only, uh, what, 100 years old? A couple hundred years old? Yes, sir. Okay. Anyway, both of them being magic users for a very long time. Knew the Crucible. I want to say the architect may have even had interactions with him. Stole the design of his helmet. <clears throat> He's mystical warrior type. Uh... Kind of a Doctor Strange, Doctor Fate type. Sightings of him go back at least as far as the Crusades. Further back than that, there is rumors of a similar sort of warrior, though he was not using that Crucible name, and you know, descriptions of him vary a little bit. But the accounts that far back aren't aren't real reliable. Uh, but of course, the party had seen the news about the invasion. He explains the mystical nature of it, that it's coming from another world. And he is a bit, essentially assembled this team as a strike force to go in and shut down some of the magic on the other side that's allowing this to happen. He would go himself, but there's simply no way a mystic of his power could pass through without being immediately detected. Uh, and, you know, there was a discussion with him and essentially the game wrapped with the party walking through this portal he had created. He had mentioned that, that there were a couple of people he'd given invitations to that had not made it. And that's where we'll start up with uh, Monkey King and Emma Dan. I don't know why I'm just calling him Dan. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Though I was I was running another game, also an icon again. I think about it, where one of the characters was running around as this golem robot thing named Osnodurta. It took me it, some kind of Celtic name. It took me forever to figure that one out. Yeah, well, you know, to blend in, he actually does have you know a street name, uh, Vesper Ignis, which you know, just you know, totally normal. That blends in about like Ford Prefect from uh, 
I don't know, this is supposed to be a perfectly no human name. <clears throat> so anyway, so the two of you arrive a little late. Uh, a young man comes hustling out of the building. Oh good, you made it. We were afraid you wouldn't. Uh, come quick, come quick. The boss can catch you up before you have to go. Okay, I follow him in. We're going. We just got here. I know. I know. I hate to rush you, but the rest of the, the rest of them are already are, are already passing through the portal. We'll follow. All right. Now, Monkey King, you actually both of you would be more or less immortal, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. I, Monkey King has slept for a good long time, though. About how long? Oh, a couple thousand years. Okay. Do you and, have any? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, as I say, technically, uh, Imadan is immortal. Um, he's been on Earth for an indeterminate amount of time. Okay, but both of you would be kind of tapped into the occult scene. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you follow the young man, nice house. You follow him through the house, out the back, into this hedge maze thing. When you get to the center area, and it's one of those mazes, you know, kind of done in a circle, like you used to get the little the little toys that would have a marble, and you try to get the marble to the center. It's pretty similar, similar design to that. As he hustles you through... A lot of times you think you can hear something rustling either in the bushes or on the other side. But you never run across anybody else until you get to the center. In the center you have a, a couple of rope figures standing around. You have this man in a suit of armor. Uh, the young man ushering you is like, uh, this is the crucible. Uh... You know, Mystic Protector, I, sorry to rush you. Hey, boss. You, you know, we, here's our stragglers. <clears throat> you know, the Crucible turns. He goes, thank you for coming. Uh, this may be a bit rushed. But I'm sure you have heard or seen the news reports of these invaders coming up out of the ground. They're, they're actually invading from another dimension. Another Earth ruled by Sorcerer Kings. I put together a group of heroes to travel over and uh, shut down some of the spells that they are using to send their troops here. I cannot go myself as I would be too easily detected. Uh, sending the two of you in is a little risky. You may be detected as well, given your natures. But, uh, but it's a balancing act. I, I need to send enough people powerful enough to do the job. 
while hopefully not being immediately detected by this other world's ruler. And so I'll, I'll look around. It's like invaders. I don't really watch the news. The young man. The young man. Oh, oops, I got to go. Uh, just kind of turns and looks at you. The guy's coming about the ground. You haven't seen anything on that. It's happening all over the world. There's like a giant monster attacking DC right now. Sorry, I get a little preoccupied, but but I, I'm good to go. I will see it done. If there's evil to be smited, we'll take care of it. The young man seems kind of shaking his head at you. The crucible seems unfazed by this, but of course you can't see his face in the mask, so that probably helped. Or helmet, rather. He gestures towards this open gateway. It seems to just be misty and foggy. Uh, he tells you as you pass through, move straight forward, do not veer to the side, or you may fall off the path, and I... I would try to find you, but I don't know where you would end up. The rest of your party has moved uh, has moved on ahead. They should not be very far ahead of you, though. I guess we better go catch up. After you. All right. As you walk forward, the fog is so thick that you can't. You, glancing down, you can't even see your own feet or the ground that you're walking on. Uh. Monkey King, you almost immediately lose sight of Imidan as you move forward. You... But you don't have to walk, you don't very, have to walk far very far uh, before you come out on the other side. This is the landscape you see. Or I should say, you're standing on the hill... And down below you is a city. Uh, done up kind of... It reminds you of like ancient Middle Eastern cities with the the flat-topped houses with the stairs on the outside that get up to the roof. And, you know, clearly all these houses use the, the rooftop, you know, space. Out in the towards the center of the city, there's a huge tree, skyscraper size, stretching up into the into the sky. Uh, you know, you're standing on a hill outside this. If you turn around, this is kind of the blasted landscape. Everything's in. Uh, lots of cloud cover. You don't really see any direct sunlight making it through. Very few plants are growing. Uh, down around the homes you have a few gardens they're not very lush looking you know you figure that the city has to have some sort of irrigation system but you don't really see you know where it's coming from the exception being this one huge tree it looks you know quite healthy lovely place reminds me of home one of them anyway 
Alright, now, for the rest of the party. We had ended last week, you had just walked through, and you saw this cityscape. Uh, where was it you were trying... How were you planning to approach the city? I honestly do not recall. Yeah, I don't remember what we did. I don't imagine we're just going to go waltzing down the middle of the road, though. I think we decided on alleys or something. Or is that the other group? That was the other group. Like, we're trying to get to Eugrassil specifically to kind of stay a rich people. Yeah, I mean, I remember that part, but I just can't remember what we decided to do. Yeah. Alright, so the, the the party is basically standing around kind of debating the best way forward. When two more figures appear. Because if I recall, once you step out of the portal, you could no longer see it. You know, you had kind of, you know, taken in landmarks so you could find it again when it was time to leave. Because while he forgot to mention it to Monkey King and uh, Imidon, Imidan... I'll get it right eventually. Uh, <laughs> you know, the rest of you, he had told you he was going to be holding the portal open for you. You know, for as long as possible. It's a trap. So when they step out, you know, they just sort of appear. Uh, Brian, describe Monkey King for everybody. He's a... Uh... Uh, I don't know, about five foot five-ish, uh, rather short, uh, garbed in a, a kind of uh, early Chinese dynasty uh, robe. Um, and uh, he uh, he has a kind of long pork chop sideburns. Uh, he, he does kind of look like a... Uh, a bit like a monkey, a uh, cross between a monkey and a man, and he's got a, uh, a tail. Um, and he carries a staff with him. He bows in greeting. And Curtis, if you would describe your guy. Um, his appearance changes quite a bit, but right now he would look uh, disappointingly plain. Although he's always, uh, one of his qualities is that he is uh, stunningly beautiful because he's angelic. Um, he looks like a plain young human. Uh, he is, he would be brandishing a, a fiery mace. But other than that, he would look unsuper. Hello. You do remember the crucible mentioning there were supposed to, or the, maybe the young man mentioning there were supposed to be a couple of others. Yes. I, I'm assuming you all were sent here by the crucible as well. Yes, we got here a little bit before you. 
My letter was slow reaching me. I'm not easy to get a hold of. And I arrived when I chose to. I suppose he gave you the rundown of the situation. Uh, not quite. Well, I have here, and she holds up the uh, card with the uh, ritual on it, a special little, ri special little ritual which, when I cast it, will sever the connection between this world and our world. And to properly cast it, we need to get all the way over to, and she points to the giant tree, Yadrasio. Let's see now. Monkey King is divine, correct? Yes. Well, he thinks he is. Let's see here. <coughs> uh, you've got the occult skill. Let's see. Does Curtis have the occult skill? Or I don't think I gave Imadan any actual specialties. Nope, but he makes up for it with the sheer amount of powers. I mean, his most of his abilities are extra dimensional. Uh, Monkey King, by the size of the tree, and if there's supposed to be some sort of mystical something about it, uh, you would be suspicious that this is a world tree. Okay. Though it looks like it's no, we... fully in the physical world, which would be a little odd. But... Got it. All right, so as I said, you're up, you're up on a you know a hill, not like, not a huge hill, but you know this. It's got blasted plains, and you've got a few rolling hills kind of outside this town or the city. Uh, you see lots of movement uh, down one of the main streets. You can see what looks like an army marching towards this gaping hole in the ground. Same kind of hole they've been coming out of. On Earth, uh, let's see. As you stand there to watch, there seems to be some some sort of commotion up towards the head of the army, like they're engaging with something, or something is going on. It's far enough away you can't really make out the details, but at least that at least that section of the city seems to be distracted by something. I would advise we avoid that area, at least for now. Really. Thank you for that valuable insight. Uh, You're welcome, dear. 
Oh yeah, for the for the players to drive the arrive decision. At the base of the large tree seems to be this sort of temple temp building temple university setup. It's pretty expansive and it's built just all in and around the roots of this tree. Uh, some of the construction looks fairly new. Some of it looks like it was there and then the tree grew out of it. <coughs> Alright. How do you wish to approach the city? Hmm. Quietly and stealthily. Okay. I agree. I don't like the idea of being summoned to fight a war, um, but I'm all for stopping this evil and finding a way to sever the link between dimensions. I think I'll actually try to turn, a, turn us all invisible, or at least obfuscate us a little bit. Alright, what ability are you using? Um, magic. So I'll have to roll... Roll to see if I can actually cast the spell before I can actually do it. Alright, so Wolf Witch. You have a magic of seven. I'm going to try and cast... Try and cast invisibility at rank five. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. Invisibility would be just on you. Or do you turn... Can you turn a group of people invisible with... I should be able to do it, to do it as a stunt. Yeah, but using a stunt would cost you a determination... Which I'm willing to burn. Anything you are wearing or carrying. Oh! I know it would probably work better for what you're trying to do. Oh. Alter alteration ray. Because hmm. the, the little short icons game I'm running, one of the guys actually has that. And his ability is he can use the ray to turn things invisible. That's actually really clever. Uh, yeah, I think I'll just try and copy Operation Ray then. Right. And that way you can just spend multiple turns tapping everybody and then yourself. Thank you, sir. However, you do have to make the occult roll, uh, intelligence <laughs> occult, to make sure you can cast the spell correctly. Alright, I'm going for it. And the difficulty is based on the rank of the power you're going for, I think. And I'm trying to copy it at rank 5. Right. So that is an 11. I could shape change to make myself look like or sort of look like one of those creatures. It would still look like Imadan, but it would look like Imadan if he was one of 
those creatures. Congratulations. You now look like Recluse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you have successfully cast they, your spell. They all thought Recluse was a hottie, though. Well, he was, he was at least symmetrical. A lot of them aren't symmetrical. Yeah. And that'd be based off coordination, right? Uh... Technically arranged. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If they're not resisting, don't worry about it. Alright. You know, they're just sitting here going, invisible me. So the rest of you see Wolf Witch cast a spell, and then, with your permission, we'll start turning you invisible. Now, how do you plan to keep up with each other as you move into town? Probably should all just hold hands and walk in a line. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like kindergarten. That's, that's a good idea. <laughs> Across this blasted, rocky, uneven surface. All right, you make yourselves, you make your way into town. Uh, at the outskirts, it's all uh, houses. This is not a good map at all, but I couldn't find good pictures of the kind of houses I wanted. I couldn't find. What I wound up, what I wound up finding. Okay. Any map is a good map. And honestly, the houses all look kind of like how I picture them with our uh, spear group. So you I, know, I, I could not find pictures. I could not find art of that style of house. Those are actually it. pictures where somebody had done miniature terrain for it. Huh. I really just wanted to show you the map's really only important at this point, you know, unless y'all pick a fight in town. Just to make sure everybody knew what kind of houses I was talking about. Uh, now where those look like stone, the ones you're passing look more like they're made out of some kind of adobe. Or at least the, the there's an outer coating, kind of an adobe like coating. Uh everything looks, you know, kind of medieval. Oh, you know, biblical era or whatever you want to call it. You know, like you would think, like you would think would fit this kind of house. Uh, the people are moving up, are mostly moving about, doing their own business. Uh, you're staying off the main roads. You're not really running in any of the armies. Uh, but even these common people, they're all terribly twisted and mutated, misshapen arms, different lengths. Uh, there's not really a one that doesn't have at least a slight limp because their legs don't quite even out. Uh, a lot of them have, you know, look like they have boils or growths. These are not a healthy looking people. Uh, but it's a town. You still you have you know you have little markets set up here and there. Selling goods. You have children running around and playing. Uh, 
you don't notice much in the way of pets. Or really any animal that, you know, isn't in like the meat market. Didn't they have a few pack animals? Uh, yeah, they they would have to have something, yeah. Something, some, something akin to oxen, probably. Uh, maybe something like camels, just because that would help fit in the environment. Beasts of burden, but no pets. So either a cultural prescription against it, or the situation is so desperate, anything that isn't food or a tool is discarded. Uh... Where what you saw in the news reports, you saw, you know, a lot of the troops coming through had some sizable bulk to them. You know, some of them were kind of big and, and if not healthy looking, at least well fed looking. Uh, the villagers are all pretty scrawny. Uh, passing a market, you can't see or you can't understand the language. But it seems like the most haggling is over the produce. You don't know if it's more more valuable because of the environment. Yeah, you know, which would still lead to the question of what are they feeding the animals then? But but like I said, if you you don't understand the language, they're. Uh, Let's see. Monkey King would be old enough, but not from that part of the world. Uh, Anna, the architect. Give me an intelligence roll for the architect. Never mind. Even even Dan will point out that even in hell, demons keep pets. <laughs> I mean, it's it's human souls, and, you know. That we put in animal suits, but still can't. <laughs> well, you know, and cats. <clears throat> All dogs go to heaven, but not not so with cats. The cats are damned to hell. They just, like, that would walk. be a great cartoon. All no, no, cats. No, no. Go They're not damn. They're just sort of there wandering around. <laughs> they watch. Knock stuff they probably off. rule. Yeah, right. They lay on your table and you can't physically remove them. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's heaven for them. <clears throat> yeah, we were trying to play... I don't know if any of y'all ever played this board game called... Uh, Betrayal, betrayal in the betrayal in the house in the hill. I've heard of it. I've never you played know, you it. Start, you start. You lay down these tiles as you explore this house, and eventually, you know, you trigger the haunt, and one of the players turns out to be the traitor, and they're the monster. But the game we played last night, the uh, the monster was a merman trying to escape while the rest of us were trying to eat him and gain immortality. So it was kind of a flop. Where you know, <laughs> the traitor was really wasn't the bad guy that go around. But their cat was constantly jumping up on the table, and it did, it wouldn't lay down on the tiles, but it would walk across them, knocking all over the place. 
and then go flop down on its owner's cards that they had laid out. Doing its job. Yeah. yeah. He'll usually do that just a little bit, but he, he was bad about it last night. Of course, there was some thundering going on, so he, he may have been a little freaked out. Not as bad as their dogs. But, but anyway, anyway, back to my point. Which I completely lost hey. where I was segueing to that. Oh, yes, we were discussing cats in the hill. Looks like Mike is logging in. Oh, good, good. Fifteen minutes away. Oh, okay. Groovy. All right. So anyway, architect made the roll. Didn't roll quite good enough. Uh, so for the architect, something about this language seems familiar. Though you don't understand any of those. Oh, what was that? Use qualities. Oh yeah, what qualities does she have? Back in my day. <laughs> Would that be allowable? Uh, usually you have to declare that before the roll. I know. And this really isn't important enough to, uh, you know, for me to want you to burn up a point on it. No, it just aggravates the mess of me. I hate this dice roller. <laughs> and it hates me too. <clears throat> but with that background, I'll go ahead and give it to you for free because, like I said, it wasn't something super important. But uh, the language makes you think of uh, oh, was it just called Babylonian or did it have its own name? I, I could make up an answer, but there's a, at least a 50-50 chance it would be wrong. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. What was that? Uh, the language called, was called Acadian. Okay, okay. What was it called? Acadian. Huh? I knew there was All an right. Acadian people back then. Would she really know that, though? Because she's not that old. <laughs> We're talking like 30th century B.C. Maybe something she picked up on her travels. Ben, that well, far back, she then. might have still. She might have run into some people that could speak it, though. Just, just that it sounded. Because it's, it's not that she's picking out, understanding sentences. There's a few words here and there that she's pretty sure. You know, match up with Acadian. It's a, it's a Semitic language, so she's probably heard things that sound yeah. like it. Basically, the language is matching, kind of kind of matching it with the architecture. Fascinating. Is there? Does she know of anyone else kind of as old as she is? I mean, I know one of the new guys is pretty old, but. I don't think she knows that. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, well, let's see. She might know that the Monkey King is something out of Chinese mythology. 
though whether or not she believed that this guy calling himself the Monkey King is the actual Monkey King. Yeah, to be fair, most anyone under the age of 30 at, at this current age would know who the Monkey King is just because he makes appearances in so much other stuff. Yeah. Anime fans. Anime fans would recognize him. <laughs> League of Legends is played by a couple million people. Wukong is literally just a character in the game. That's sad. That's pretty cool, honestly. Like, it's just Dra that deep uh, level of Notice story. that they only know him as a character in the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they would, they, would know, they would know Sun Wukong, the Monkey King. They'd know him, like, they'd know the name. They'd go, mm -hmm. oh, okay, you're... That and, guy. and plenty of them would probably know a little bit deeper than that. Yeah. But Maybe they saw the movie. That's possible too. Possible too. Yep. I guess I'll pass that along because I mean, unless us speaking to each other would, you know, give us away or whatever. It shouldn't. As long as you're not talking right as you walk right past somebody. Because I imagine our little stroll holding hands is going to be very awkward. So I think she would fill that with conversation. <laughs> we could sing Kumbaya. <laughs> and they all attack immediately. For an, unknown <laughs> for an unknown reason, Slapshot says, Hey, can we not sing Kumbaya? <laughs> Someone oh, in this group is very... For some reason, my hockey stick is very adamant we don't sing Kumbaya. <laughs> as long as we don't start singing Ring Around the Rosies, never get that smell out. That's that's highly specific. Does this sort of feels like to be the young one in the group? Okay, let's just keep walking, children. Let's keep walking. <laughs> and we're walking. And we're walking. <laughs> we're walking quietly. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so yeah, past through town's not, not uh, the outskirts of town isn't too bad. The population's not real dense. Uh, you know, the little squares where they got the uh, the little market set up, you know, you avoid going through the middle of that because it, there is plenty of people running around. But, you know, as long as you circle around that, you don't, you don't run into much of anybody. Uh, everybody go ahead and give me a stealth roll. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. I'm going to apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've ever actually made a stealth roll game. And that'd be powerful coordination. What attribute? <laughs> oh, uh... Stealth, or... It would coordination. be coordination plus the stealth specialty if you've got it. Um, I have the stealth specialty. I just haven't put anything in my roll builder yet. Just, oh. I guess, add it. Uh, I didn't roll a one. You rolled better than me. <laughs> so she rolled a nine and I rolled a seven. Yeah, well, that was wrong. No, we can keep that. That's good. That's a good number. <laughs> I am, I am very stealthy. Let me try it this way. You would think by now I would have be more comfortable around roll twenty. 
Alright, so Slapshot got an 11, Monkey King got a 7, Wolf Witch got a 7, Architect got an 8. Against a, ooh, only a three. Oh well, there should have been a plus one there, so it should have been a four. But... <clears throat> All right, so you managed to avoid. You know, you're invisible, so you don't have to worry about being seen. You know, but you man, you managed to avoid bumping into anybody, kicking anything. Go uh... lay down, Umadan. Uh... You almost get run into by a child, but you manage to kind of step back. It makes you let go of the person in front of you for just a second. But, you know, the line stops and you're you're able to reconnect with any, any issue. You know, it's tense only in that you're in the middle of an enemy city. And while these people don't look too, uh, too dangerous, you know, there does seem to be a lot of them. I mean, compared to y'all, at least. Alright. Who is at the front of the line? You know, you're holding hands, you're in a line. Who's in the front of the line? Who has the highest awareness? God, I hope it's not me. You guys wouldn't oh. know that. You've only just met. <laughs> <laughs> Who thinks they have the highest awareness? <laughs> That's a better question. <laughs> okay, everybody. On a scale of oh, on a scale of one to ten, where would you put your awareness? No, no. Honestly, I'd probably just be the most cockiest person there. I guess. If if you mortals need me to lead you, I will volunteer. <laughs> There's a reason we stay immortal. <laughs> All right. <laughs> really? Because I'm I'm getting told that we're all mortal here. <laughs> I'm getting told all y'all can die. <laughs> <laughs> it sorry, sorry. Let me rephrase that. Mortality let me rephrase that. <laughs> me rephrase uh, that. Think, uh, the architect just volunteered to be in front. All right, architect. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you yes. are in front. You are. Essentially, the one navigating everybody through the city. The one with the cursed dice roller. This is going to end great. <laughs> so, what I need you to do... Yes? Let's see, you don't have any specialties that would help you, help you with navigation. <clears throat> uh, let's see. So, yeah. An awareness roll. Uh, just to keep up with your surround, you know, from the hilltop, you look at kind of more or less the route you would need to take. Pick, picked out a few noticeable landmarks that you should be able to find, you know, once you were down there at street level. So give me an awareness roll to see if you manage to keep up with your landmarks and, you know, steer the party where you want to go. Oh, that was very good. 
I can't believe it either. Nice. I feel I feel like the dice roller has betrayed me. <laughs> well, I mean, is it even possible for you to outroll me with seven modifier and yours is two? Uh, let's see, seven, one, three, eight. I could tie you. Mm. So yeah, outrolling no. Yes, I am a good leader. <laughs> Alright. As you get deeper in the city, you start running into troop barracks. You start running into uh, some, you know, much fancier houses, much larger houses. Houses that have guards stationed outside. Uh, there gets to be more plant life. The area doesn't look any more hospitable for it, but you see servants running around watering things. Uh, when these places have gardens, there's you know groups of people tending them. They look the gardens in this area look much lusher. Uh, the majority of them are still, you know, food. I mean, though you run into a few that places a few of the especially large houses that have hedges or flowering plants. You know, it's easy to pick out the money, the moneyed area as you pass through it. As you get closer to the tree, you, find, you begin finding more and more uh, troops. Or maybe it's the city guard. It's a little up in the air. What happens if I pick a fruit off one of the plants... Would it be invisible, or would it... Uh, I'm going to try. Alright. Give me a stealth roll. Hey, hey. Okay, that's much less bad than I was afraid it would be. Yeah, yeah, you did fine. And we may be getting another member in. Hey, hey, Though he has not joined us in the chat. Hello. Hey, Hola. Thanks for waiting. All right. Just a second while I get the overlay. Okay, Mike, I'm not getting... I'm getting where you answered the Zoom call, but I'm not getting your actual picture. I just have your name. Oh, I don't have the, my camera plugged in. I need to keep my uh, phone plugged in because it's low on power. So okay, okay. My camera. But I am here. <clears throat> All right, then. Just to catch you up, uh, Monkey, King, Monkey King and Umadon showed up a little late to the 
uh, Crucible's house. <clears throat> the rest of the party had already passed through. They're they're rushed through, not given quite as much information. Uh, meet up with the party on the hillside outside of the city. As you discussed, how to get into the heart of the city to this world tree and the uh, temple or whatever it is at, at the base of the tree. Wolf Witch comes up with a plan. She casts a spell that allows her to turn people and objects invisible. So you have been walking, you've all been invisible, holding hands, walking in single file through this city. Uh, you pass through the poorer outskirts. All the people are horribly mutated and twisted. Uh, you know, Quasimodo from the Hunchback would be a relatively attractive guy in comparison. <laughs> I mean, he would fit in fairly well and kind of be on the more normal human-looking scale of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've just started passing through kind of the ritzier areas. You know, there's this whole, it's whole kind of blasted wasteland, uh, I'll flip back over here just to let you see the map or the picture I showed. You know, that being kind of the environment of the world you're in. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the giant world tree um, in the center of all that mess. Yes. And that is where and that is where y'all are headed. Mm-hmm. And again, it's uh, Monkey King, Wolf Witch, Slapshot, Ar- Architect, Everlast, and who is the last character? Hero? Imadan. Uh, which one was that? Imadan, he's uh, he's the uh, the fire angel, the purifier. Oh, okay. How do you spell that again? I don't... Uh, uh, hold on, on, let me. I, I usually have to read it to make sure. E E U M E M U D or sorry, E M U N D A N. Thank you, fire angel. Though, awesome. when you saw him come out of the portal, he looked pretty normal. Yeah. Was, just with a ah. flaming mace. Cool. And then, just as you arrived, Umerdan was deciding to see, as you were passing through the richer parts of town, uh, they had a lot more gardens. The, the poor folks had gardens, too, but they were, they looked like they were struggling. Richier part of town, you had a lot of servants, water numbers, so forth. The plants looked much healthier. And he decided to pluck a fruit, some fruit off a tree, just to see what would happen. Yeah, Imadan's obsessed with uh, earthly, three-dimensional pleasures, so <laughs> he's a glutton and wanted to try the fruit. Of course, he had to try the fruit. So you sure. pluck off this fruit, and you don't—you don't necessarily recognize what it is. Uh, you know, apple, perish—it's it, something in that kind of kind of family. Uh, you managed to pluck one without any of the servants in the area noticing. Uh, you know, as you pull it off, there's a slight rustle as that as it you know snaps off that branch, and somebody glances in the direction. But as soon as you disconnect the fruit from the tree and it's just in your hand, it turns invisible along with you. Okay, everyone will hear me tasting the fruit. Probably like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> <laughs> It's a little sour. 
Uh, not as sweet as you thought it would would be. I mean, just looking at it, you think it was right. You're pretty sure it was right. But... No wonder Slap. these poor people are so misshapen. Slap should I look back. You know if you finish that, you won't be able to leave here, right? <laughs> it's not any good anyway. Yeah, but you've already eaten three months worth of having to be here. Just be careful about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> As you approach the temple area, uh, the troops get denser and denser. Or like I said, it may they may not be army so much as their town guard. It's up in the air. You know, in the poorer part of town, you almost saw none of these guys. Uh, let's see. There are actually barricades uh, blocking the streets that run straight up to the temple. Uh, on the smaller street, it's just, you know, kind of slapped together barricades. In the larger ones, they've actually constructed gates. And, you know, plenty of people are being let through. You have carts of goods being let through. But everybody gets stopped. And papers get checked and that sort of thing. And like I said, they're still jabbering away in this, you know, in, in their language that you don't understand. Well, probably just try and carefully slip by. We ought to be able to. Okay. Are you still going to try to do this while holding hands? Yes. Or... Hmm. Actually, it might be better to just try and get through one at a time. But they'll notice us. We're invisible. Once we leave... We don't have to be touching to be invisible. Then why are we holding hands? <laughs> so we don't lose each other. We're holding hands. We don't lose track of each other. We're holding hands because we're invisible. Yeah. It's sunken after I said it. <laughs> we're holding hands so that we can sing that stupid kumbaya song. No kumbaya. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be easier to get in if we... But we should probably agree to where we're going to meet. Yeah, we need to pick a, a landmark we can see so that we can converge on. <laughs> hey, look. Just a little ways inside past this gate, there is a whale. Sure. Alright, everybody give me stealth checks. Oh boy. I'll do a new that's a new one. <laughs> that will be uh, your coordination plus the stealth uh, specialty if you have it. Difficulty won't be too bad. <laughs> Alright, the architect is sneaky. Everlast is sneaky. How, how much do bonus do we get for being invisible? <laughs> they can't see you. This is more of a, do you make any noise? Do you bump into somebody? Do you brush up against them? That sort of thing. 
I almost decided to sprout my wings and just fly over the gate, but I was afraid people might hear that. Yeah, we've seen them out here. Um, can I use my phasing to make sure people don't bump into me? Yes, if you can well, phase, you don't have to worry about it. Sweet. But Wolf Witch. Yes, sir. <laughs> As you're walking through, you know, there's a guard stepping away from a wagon as it starts forward. You're trying to walk, you know, basically walk beside the wagon by the guard. And you don't know if he heard something. You don't know what it was. But where he is armed with a spear, you know, just had it, you know, kind of over his shoulder. He suddenly spins around and kind of bats you in the back of the head with the flat of his spear. Ah! Okay. You cry to out, distract... you stumble forward, and then he's kind of like, you know... He, to he distract the guard? Like, yes. To, to distract the guard? Um, I haven't discarded my nasty sour fruit yet, so <laughs> can I throw the fruit at him and see if I can hit the guard in the head? Yeah, give me a uh, quarter. Yeah, it's a sound plan. Sound plan. What am I rolling? Uh, coordination. It's basically a ranged attack. <clears throat> Let's see. What would a common guard's uh, awareness be? Okay, so help me out. Plus two. I had it saved on you, then. Alright. And, of course, you're not trying to do any actual damage to him. No. This is really to put kind of the distracted or, you know, quality or especially, not especially, uh, I keep forgetting if it's called qualities or... Yeah, qualities. In fate, it's called aspects, but it's the exact same thing. I keep getting the terminologies mixed up. <clears throat> so he starts looking around. You beat him in the head with another fruit. When he turns around that time, he sees the fruit laying there. And you hear him yelling. You can't make out the words, but... Uh, <coughs> other people are kind of looking at him and, you know, kind of holding their hands like, hey, I ain't got nothing. So you're pretty sure he's demanding to know who's throwing stuff at him. So Wolf Witch, you're able to slip on through at that point. Alright, Jason, you'll recognize I rolled the D6. That was for the burnout on my phasing. My phasing is still okay. Okay. Burnout is on a one or a two. I don't get to use it for a while. Okay. Alright, so you're now in the court, you can kind of the, what would now be kind of a large courtyard for this temple complex. Uh, the gate and the barricades and all that seems to be relatively new. You know, clearly not part of the original city design, so. Thank you.
So this is the entrance to the temple. With the exception that you do not have those statues there. Uh, it looks like there might have been statues at one time, but you know, they've been cracked and defaced and you can't really make out what they were supposed to be now. The statues were deemed too sexy for the public. <laughs> Had to be taken down. I'm too sexy for this gate. Uh, let's see. Where's me a good deformed looking guy? We'll use a random lizard guy. He doesn't really look like a lizard guy, but we'll use him. Oh, what a handsome lizard boy. <laughs> yeah, I thought you'd like it somehow. <laughs> I know, he looks like a decent lad to me. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you get kidnapped, he probably can't save you, but still. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ouch. Then, you know, apparently you just get replaced by some dude who wields a giant sword instead of a halberd. Everything's okay. <laughs> who are we looking for again? Uh, why are we even on this planet anymore? I'm sorry. Continue on, Jason. <laughs> no, I'm just using the distraction to, to look through minis. And we'll just use Ox again. Alright. So the front gate is shut. Uh, there's guards on either side. Or actually, they're, I think that back there, they'd be standing in front of the gate itself. Uh, these are some big boys. They're they're big burly sorts. Uh, one of them is holding a spear, kind of like that other guard. One of them has an extremely shriveled arm, and then one is like, you know, extra beefy. And he's holding a large club in his good arm. Which one's his strong hand? The big hand. Thank you. <laughs> and is it the spear per spear guard who has the shriveled hand, or is it the club guard who has the shriveled hand? It's the club guard. The one okay. with the with scaly skin, which is why I'm using the lizard for him. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got a spear. It's the other guy that's got the. It's a large club with like metal, you know, two or three metal bands kind of around the top with studs on it. He doesn't seem super alert. I mean, he's not like asleep at his post or nothing. But just looking at him, he's one of them people you're not you know you're not sure his elevator goes all the way to the top. 
as he stands there, he actually drools just a little bit every now and then. <laughs> and you'll see his buddy turn nice. and say something, and he'll go, you know, with the, with the little shriveled arm. You know, it's not Tyrannosaurus <laughs> small. He can't reach his mouth with it. <laughs> I'll nudge whoever's, whoever's closest to me and whisper to them, look, T-Rex. <laughs> uh, the other guy, however, his head is in, he, you know, his eyes are in constant motion. He is, he is alert and watching. How do you want to try to get inside this temple? And we're still invisible, right? Yes. But they're blocking the entrance, like... But... Boys. How much would you say these statues weigh? The statues aren't there. Oh, they're not? Yeah, they're crumbled. Yeah. You have large... You have the large stone bases of the statue, so you'd still have, like, a block of, of stone you could potentially pick up. Mm, I didn't want to pick it up. <laughs> Oh, right, right. Hmm. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, the invisibility is still be going. I think it drops if you try to... Like, if you attack somebody, I believe it would drop. Yeah, I don't really want to attack them, though. I just want to cause a distraction. You could play the floor as lava, except it's now literally lava. Well, I was thinking more of sand, but then how are we going to get in the door? Make it not lava. <laughs> Fine. Can I mean, I can also just walk through. Hmm? I can just phase through the wall. Make but a noise one of us. Well, I mean, then that would just be the one of us. Mm. I could always fly up to a window, but again, that's just me. Yeah, I have leaping. I could leap. I could uh, potentially carry one of us and just, just walk I ought to, to be window. able to carry somebody. I've got super speed. I don't, I don't know if I have enough super speed to like stunt being able to run up um, surfaces, but if I can't do that, I can always stunt uh, being able to leap. Are there windows? That's... <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, I just assumed that there were windows. Let's I... do this one step at a time. Are there windows? <laughs> uh, at the ground level, you have essentially arrow slits. But yes, as you get higher up, there are actual windows. They are open. You know, this place doesn't have AC, so you know they use high ceilings and windows up high to let air through. Is there any amount of regular traffic through here, or...? Or the gates pretty much stay shut for long periods of time? Uh, these gates seem to be staying shut. The supplies and stuff that you see coming in are always ushered over to these side buildings that aren't actually connected to the temple. Ah. <clears throat> you know, it's like... Uh, like the Some of these side buildings are obviously barracks or dormitories or something like that. Uh... You have kind of a separate cafeteria, if you will, you know, set up. No, that you can smell cooking food, you know, coming from. 
And you have, you know, some of the servants and guards and people in slightly fancier robes that you assume are priests or something. They, they have a scholarly air to them. You know, they, they're coming and going kind of from the cafeteria and some of the dormitory areas. But no one seems to be around this front door other than these two guards. Too. So yes, there are windows. Uh, you'd have to fold your wing. You know, if you popped your wings, you'd have to fold them to get through. But that shouldn't be too much, too much of an issue. Now, what would qualify an attack, uh, invisibility canceling attack? If we like tipped over some big block, would that count? Or, or would, would it would it be okay as long as we weren't directly attacking the guards? Uh, I'm gonna say as long as you weren't directly attacking the guards. Or, like, smashing through a wall or something, you know. Okay. Basically, any action that could be casually committed, like casually throwing a fruit at someone. Yeah, is not something like that, you know. Or, or leaning up against the block with super strength and accidentally tipping it over. But not onto someone, but just tipping it over to mm -hmm. cause a distraction. Uh, but you said those statues weren't there. I need to look at the map to see if anything could potentially be knocked over anyway. What you and got sure are the bases. The... You know, you can tell there were supposed to be statues there, but they've crumbled or been shattered or something. But you have yeah. these, these kind of, you know, three-foot-tall three, three foot tall square blocks that the statue was on top of. Yeah, maybe it was like a Taliban situation where the Occupying forces just knocked over whatever statues were, you know, built by the original designers, assuming that's the case and. The occupiers aren't the original designers. Can I change one of the statue's head into, like, diamond or gold? Something noticeable that'll distract them and get them away from the door. Yeah, you could certainly, you could certainly transmute some of the stone. You know, but, either the big block or some of the smaller. But it doesn't stones. sound like there's much of the statues, except maybe a foot or something left. There's, but there's still of lots of stone around, though. I mean, she could pick a big chunk of rock and turn it to gold. Yeah. But how do we even know they value gold here? Well, I mean, at the very least, it'd be a very pretty. Give me an awareness roll. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my awareness is pretty good. You did notice in the fancier parts of town, you did notice people wearing jewelry. Gold being seeming to be one of the favorite metals they use for jewelry. Uh, you didn't see any gold coins, but the only uh, markets you saw were in the poorer part of town. So most of the coinage there seemed to be seemed to be copper or tin based. Hmm. But like I said, you did see a lot of gold jewelry on the richer folks, so... Would draw a lot of attention to the area, though. Yeah. It might. Yeah. <laughs> it's a risk. But ideally, we I won't mean, be I passing could've... back through. 
Ah, uh, true. But it's going to cause a crowd. Maybe. I always, I kind of like my initial plan or idea of turning the steps into sand and then making them steps again. Basically After trying they to snare the guards. Uh, I want them to sink all the way in. Yeah. Wow, that's vicious. I mean, that would, you know, that would set an alarm, but, you know, we'd get past them. This seems to be a team that was assembled based on effectiveness, not ethicality. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, she's been around a long time. He's, you know. right. I need to assemble a squad of sick mofos that I can send to this other dimension. <laughs> and if they don't come back, nobody will really mind. <laughs> I'm not saying I suicide. Are really mission. contributing to society? I mean, really? <laughs> a team that's inglorious, perhaps. Hmm. I mean, I could always, perhaps their parents like, were not married. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I could always transmute one of these walls, but honestly, she would have no idea what's on the other side of that wall. <laughs> and if you do that to a load-bearing wall, all sorts of fun can happen. Yeah. yeah. It would definitely cause a distraction for the guards, though. <laughs> Alright. So you're going to transmute? Uh, I haven't decided what yet, though. What do y'all think? Go the sand route or try to go through a wall? I think the sand route is probably the best, the best option. Okay, you so know, the biggest drawback I see to the sand route is they're still going to be right there by the door that we're wanting to get in. Well, oh, no. ideally, they're going to sink into it like all the way. Oh, oh, I was thinking just their feet. That's kind of harsh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> How much would you say a tank weighs? Because there's like, I kind of guess like a medium tank. It's roughly 20 tons. Let's see. Um, On the benchmark table, tank or bus is listed as a level 7. Yes. And those are very different weights, by the way. That's not a very good table. No. Well, yeah, keep in mind, everything's on a scale of 10, so it's there's a lot of leeway. Well, I'm just saying either choose a tank or a bus, because a bus does not weigh near what a tank does. Mm. Comic book physics. Comic book physics. Yeah, I mean, a jet and a train don't weigh the same either, but yeah. Yeah, I think, I wonder if the table might have some kind of, like, built-in exponential increasing factor like the old DC game did. All right, well, uh, just looking up a Sherman tank real quick. A Sherman tank weighs 33 tons. Now, how much does a city bus weigh while you're looking things up? Um, double-decker or single? Yeah, let's go single. <laughs> A typical single-decker bus weighs between 11 and 14 tons. Yep, there's the difference. <laughs> See, there's quite a, bit of, quite a bit of leeway there, yeah. But keep in mind, this is, this is also the table that, you know, for speed, they have fast helicopter. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> regular helicopters know we're on this on it. So I don't know if regular helicopter would be a four instead of a five. <laughs> well, like a regular helicopter can be outsped by a car. <laughs> which is funny to see. True, in a straightaway I guess it could. Where a fast one yeah. is probably like the Medivax or, you know, something like that. Yeah. So there is someone that has now with one of those Hellcat engines escaped a chopper because the the chopper couldn't go above 120 and that Hellcat was hitting 150 on a, on a highway, just gone. But so a fast helicopter, a fast helicopter could have kept up. <laughs> so certainly I think you can transmute enough of the steps to uh, bury these individuals. I don't think I'm going to do that. I'm going to get kind of close so I can make sure my sand pit's deep enough. Uh-huh. And transmute, like, the immediate area around them as deep as I can go into, like, the softest, siltiest sand I can think of. <laughs> Quick sand. <laughs> Alright, so that would be just a transmutation, I think was the name of the power. Mm-hmm. Telekinesis, telepathy, teleportation, transmutation. Um, and I would also like to tap the quality living philosopher's stone. Okay. Mutation can transfer. Alrighty. Now your transmutation. Oh no, it was, never mind. It was it was Wolfwitch that did the invisibility thing. Yes. All right. And since no one can see me, I'm not going to clap my hands. <laughs> But that's your thing. Okay, fine. I'll clap them very quietly. (laughs) (laughs) You still see the kind of scaly guy's head whip around. Uh... For all the good it does him. As the... As the... As the... As a section of the stairs uh, you know right around them. you're not I don't I assume you're going more for depth than than coverage yeah I mean you definitely get enough I, mean, I don't want them to be able to reach out and grab anything either though, oh yeah, so. yeah I mean I hope we don't have to step on them to get him to sink <laughs> No, nope. all, all that stair turns to sand, and the sand falls, and they fall, and now you've got a big, you know, 10 or 15 foot hole. As you glance over, you realize there was like a base, you know, there was a lower floor up under this thing. Crap! <laughs> <laughs> they're now down there, yeah. down, down there, you know, trying to, trying to get up, they're coughing, it's like the wind got knocked out of them, and now they've got all this dirt. And sand falling over where they're trying to gasp for breath, and it's 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 
it's not a pretty scene. You know, they're not, it's, it's not going to kill them. The sand's hitting them and, you know, spreading. But... Yeah. Well, I guess we Unless can slide on by. The floor just mysteriously collapsed. Yes. <laughs> this big stone floor just suddenly crumbled, you know, into almost microscopic components. Nothing strange here. <laughs> it's a really old temple. Yeah, it's that, you know, stone rot. <laughs> I don't think I can transmute anything back over it, can I? And it wouldn't really be a point because, you know, they're down there. They can get back out. Yeah, I don't know if you can transmute air or not. Yeah, I don't think I can either. Well, it is an inorganic material. <laughs> Might be a bit OP if you can do that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you could transmute air just fine. You just have to do it about 16 million times. Yeah. Like, the thing with solids is they're all touching each other. You can chain it. Air sometimes isn't colliding with other air. Hmm. In the aspect of, like, I'm transmuting the oxygen into, well, there's a whole lot of other gases in that. True, true. All right. So I've thrown a little square to show you where the hole is. So that didn't go as planned. Oops. We had to be able to get around the hole into the front door, though. I would bet. A little bit of room. Squeeze on through here. Can you do something with some of the rubble? And we can maybe lay it over the hole. Hole. Mm. I mean, there's a little gap right there. <laughs> this made some noise and of course they screamed as they fell down so you have people starting to run over here we better get through those doors quick mm. so like <clears throat> If I was standing right here, could I just, like, squeeze through this little area? Well, if the doors weren't there, sure. Oh, doors are there? Yeah, there's doors there. Push them open. They seem to be locked. And I want to transmute them bad boys to air. <laughs> Alrighty. We have now disregarded all possibilities of stealth. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of went downhill when those guys down there didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Stealth went out the window when I when my murder plan didn't work. If they just died, nobody would, nobody would die. Exactly. All they had to do was sink into a sand pit and not breathe. Now, I, I have to admit, the idea of them sinking into sand is... Uh, Cartoonish at best. <laughs> I didn't hear anything else. I recommended Mickey turning the floor into lava. Yes, there would have been some screaming, but they wouldn't have been a problem anymore. Except they wouldn't sink into the lava either. They'd still be standing on it. Screaming. Because it's yeah. still, because, you know, lava <laughs> may flow like a liquid, but it's still denser than you are, so you'd sit yeah. on top. And, you know, if you think room. that was cartoonish, wait till I play my Brujo character. <laughs> oh no 
So anyway, you reach out, you touch the gate, it's gone. You actually only have to make a roll with transmutation to do the touching on something if it's trying to get out of the way or, you know, there's some real difficulty to it. Okay. What do I need to roll to hop over that little corner? or uh, Coordination. Okay. Godspeed. Help us all. I can't see what I rolled. You rolled a nine. Thank God. All right, everybody else give me a roll to hop over. Coordination. Coordination. Oh, nice. Wolf Witch, you got no problem? You're trying to beat a three, so yeah, most of you should, should be unable to fail this. Yeah, okay. Wait, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. What are we rolling? Uh, coordination. Does that also mix in with athletics? Uh, uh, I think it would. Oh. Or is acrobatics a thing? Let me. See. So many different game systems sandwich different stuff in there. <clears throat> Let's see. Where are the specialties? I'm not going to lie, I just wanted to transmute something. <laughs> it's Bill. She's just been waiting to use that power for so long. I just like clapping my hands. <laughs> <laughs> but every time I do it, something changes to something else. So I gotta have a reason to clap my hands. Yes, acrobatic falls under athletics. It's not separate, two separate somethings in this system. Okay. Nice. I have three ranks in athletics. <laughs> Alright. Why does this keep scrolling down? I don't know. I know. Reload the page? Alright, so you all get into the entrance of the temple without any trouble. Uh... There are four more guards right on the inside. Who <laughs> just watched the door disappear? Yep, they heard screaming on the other side and started to form up, and then they heard the then they saw the door disappear. They uh, aren't super sure what's going on now. I suggest we uh, see if we can avoid them. <laughs> our, our, our last vestige of stealth. You have no vestige of stealth now. <laughs> We're hosed. Well, not really, but... Or hosed, you say, as the character I've built most specifically for killing things is in this party. Yeah, well, yeah, we're, we're really not hosed, but we're not going to be quiet from this point, I don't think. You're hosed on the stealth aspect of things. Yeah, yes. Uh, the one that you assume is in charge calls out. 
again, you don't recognize the uh, the uh, language. Though the architect thinks she picks out the word for who, so they may be asking who goes there or who's there or what's there or something like that. Uh, you know, they're all looking a little freaked out because, you know, they don't see nothing. But all that disappeared and they start hearing these little thump, thump, thump as y'all hop over. Kind of think of it. Let me make an awareness test for them to see if they see the little dust poofs where you land. Fortunately, they've got an awareness of like two. At least it's not one. Everybody, give me a stealth roll versus an eight. That's not good. Oh no. <clears throat> Can't find my. I think it closed it. Damn it! Hold on. I'm technical difficulty. Come on. Get it. <laughs> I do a miniature for a blast. Yeah, I guess I did. Oh, yes. Uh... Oh, crap. <clears throat> Everybody that's got a miniature, go ahead and throw the miniatures down. I've already thrown Everlast in, uh, Imudan down. I think I see Imudan. It appears that I cannot throw a miniature down for Wolfwitch. Yeah, I can't either. Hmm. It's weird. Doing it right, right? I did not have a pre-prepared miniature. Can someone give me a picture of a hockey stick real quick? <laughs> Hang on just a second. I've got one made for you that I had apparently uh, forgotten to upload. Could have. Uh, no, no, maybe, maybe found, found a picture. picture of Jason's mask from Friday the 13th. <laughs> no, Slapshot's not scary. He's a good, good lad. Yeah, maybe a picture of um, Wayne Gretzky or something. It ain't perfect, but it's a hockey player. And then we were having trouble with the architect and wolf witch for some reason. There's the architect. And 
Wolfwitch. <laughs> Gosh, dog. They know not how. <laughs> they only know it far. So y'all only need to beat an eight, so Wolf Witch. Oh, he got the same. You made some noise. I, I did not beat an eight. I didn't either. Yep. All right. So as soon as you land, one of them starts rattling off orders, and everybody that failed, they charge and take a swing at you. Uh, let's see. So that's one on Wolf Witch, one on the Architect, and one on Imidan. Which leaves one left over that will also run to the Architect because she was kind of in front. Reason over here in the video, the order on the videos changed. There we go. All right. So as you land, start catching your footing. They're going to charge forward. We will start on the left and go to the right. So. Imidon takes the first, or takes the uh, first attack. So this is not coordination. Uh, prowess. <clears throat> they have a prowess of three. Particularly skilled with them, so just a three. All right, uh, Curtis, give me a prowess roll as this guy runs up and swings at you. He connects with nothing but air. <clears throat> and immediately starts looking around like he thinks maybe you moved or something. I would I would hate to have to smite him. And then the two on the architect. First one got a seven. What am I rolling? This would be prowess. Okay. Well, I guess I can use my stealth specialty. Normally you couldn't, but since you're invisible, go ahead and give that a roll. Yeah. 
He connects with nothing but air. But you've got two guys, so we're gonna choose so the other one. You need to be to five. Holy crap! <laughs> and then the one on Wolf Witch. Wolf Witch needs to be an eight. Meter beat. Uh, you feel the wind off of it. It may even clip kind of the top of your hood as you duck under it. Uh, they're all looking panicked. You know, they ran up, they saw the little hits of dust, you know, dust like somebody had just landed or stepped there. They run up, but they're not swinging on nothing. Uh, And they start kind of jabbering at each other. You know, they're, they're speaking to each other quickly. One of them, his weapon is actually shaking. <laughs> uh, architect, you're pretty sure you hear one of them say something about... You, you think you hear a word... You hear a word very similar to, to the Akkadian word for... Like spirit or soul or something. Oh, they think we're ghosties. So you can return. You can you can make return attacks now, or if you want to just try to walk around them, you can do that. Honestly, I'm in favor of just trying to walk around them. Yeah, me too. I've got I've got super speed, so I'm all about that. We can outrace them. Alright, so y'all just try to walk past these guys? Yeah. Just... Give me a bunch of stealth rolls. Bunch of stealth rolls. Oh, it's still invisible, kind of. Mm. Oh, boy. This could be rough. <laughs> oh, God. oh, wait a minute. They rolled worse than we did. Yes, they did. They're too pooped. Slapshot is very impressed by how new he is to stealth and how well it is working. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you circle around these guys. Uh, as you glance over your shoulder as you as you leave the entryway here, or the foyer, or whatever you want to, what you want to call it, you see them. You know, they're, they're, it's like they're just walking around the room kind of swinging their <laughs> spears back and forth like they're just, you know... Uh, several more people, guards, and even some of the kind of scholarly-looking guys have kind of run up to the steps here. Uh, some of the guards run right up to the hole and are looking down, even calling down. The more scholarly-looking guys, even a, a curious servant or two, they all stay down here on the ground. You know, if part of the stairs have collapsed, they're not running up there. And there's a lot of excited talking and, you know, you hear that word for soul thrown around some more. And you make your way deeper into the temple.
as you begin passing rooms, uh, let's see. Everybody that's got the occult skill, give me an occult roll, which would be intelligence plus your occult. My dice roll just will not make things challenging for you at all. I won't lie, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm sorry, Jason. Alright. Is that everybody that had a cult? I think so. I don't think, I think I so. No, just stealthy. Okay, that's right. Well, that's right, because her powers come from having been experimented on, basically. Yeah. As opposed to actually being kind of a full-fledged alchemist. The difference between knowing how to work a microwave and knowing why a microwave works. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so as you pass through, uh, look at here and there. Uh, all of you with the occult skill realize that you're seeing some of the things, some of the rooms you're looking into are labs, basically. Even some of you without the occult skill, if you look at an alchemist lab, it looks a lot like a chemist chemistry lab. You know, but with, with more archaic equipment. Uh, as you progress, you start to think less that this place is a temple and maybe that it was some kind of university. Hmm. Or... If not a university, maybe a, a mages, at least a mages college or some kind of mages chapter house or, you know... You know, something. It, it, it kind of had the look of a temple from the outside, but that may have just been kind of the architecture. You know, as you get inside, it, it looks like it's a variety of scholarly pursuits going on in here, but all of it seems to be kind of a mystical bend. Uh, let's see here. Sort of scholar I could get lost for days in one of these, but we don't have that time. Yeah, I wonder if this place is some kind of, um, well, I guess it's some kind of a place of learning. Like, what's this? All right. With guards. It's a curling arena. Alright, so give me awareness rolls. Oh, wait, wait, I didn't change the... I did not change the plus. Disregard that number. No, no, we're fine with that number. Uh, <laughs> I'll happily keep my, shit, my crappy roll for everyone else. Oh, let me see. So that is what Wolf Witch and the Architect. 
beat the roll. The rest of you would have gotten lost walking through all these all these corridors. Uh, luckily, your two magical ladies managed to get you through without too much trouble. <laughs> uh, there's a few times when you have to step step to the side to avoid guards running here or there. Uh, the place is slowly developing the feel of an ant bed that has just been kicked. Headed the way you're headed, you see several of the robed fellows. Some of them in very ornate uh, robes moving forward. Now, all of these people are still misshapen like everybody else. Though some of the guys in robes are maybe not quite as bad as like some of the common folk you saw. In fact, now that you think about it, in the ritzier parts of town, people were still badly mutated, twisted, but not quite as bad. I mean, it's very incremental difference, but... So the implication being that the mutations are caused by environmental factors that can be managed depending on your social status. That's one, that's one assumption you can make. Look, at the point that this place is mostly a barren wasteland, and then the rich people have private gardens, I don't give a shit about anybody here. Yeah, well, now, the poor people had their own gardens, too. They just weren't not as well taken care of. Alright. Finally, you step out of the back of the building into what was probably not a courtyard originally. But this part of the building is sort of wedged between two of the massive, the, two of these massive roots at the base of this tree. You have these tall standing stones forming the, the design you see here. Uh, all the vines you see there are tendrils of root that have come up. You know, much like the root, well, actually, you're, the, this group of characters has not seen the, the roots that open the portals. And standing in the center are several robed figures. All of them twisted and warped, save for one. Is it obvious what they're doing, or are they just sort of hanging out? Uh, they are clearly <clears throat> working on something. Like a ritual? Let's see, we'll use this guy because he's good and twisted, but he looks almost hooted. Alright, so that one... I really gotta start populating these maps before we start. Yeah. 
Well, he's not hooded, but he looks kind of mystical. That guy looks kind of mystic. You're trading. Good. In fact, we're going to use the fancier guy up here. All right. So the two in the fanciest robes, which are these two in the middle here, they seem to be giving orders. Uh, the two in the front here, you know, they're, they're clearly casting some kind of spell, and they have put some sort of energy barrier up between the gap here in the standing stones. There's also a slight shimmer making an almost dome shape over the top of the standing stones. Here in the very, very center, there's a large crystal uh, shard that the roots run up and are tangled around. I say crystal. It looks more like amber. The man in the back, as I said, is, or is the one that I said was not twisted at all. He's wearing some sort of chain mail or scale mail. He's holding a spear of a much better design than anything you've seen the guards wearing. You know, very wide belt. And he looks like a normal human. He's got uh, a full beard, gray. You can see gray hair up under the hood. And he addresses you. You may as well drop the invisibility. Everyone here can see you. And you can feel free to put miniatures on. Sure you can see us. We were tired of holding hands anyway. <laughs> it was getting a little bit awkward. The hands were getting sweaty. I can imagine that that made maneuvering quite difficult. It was interesting. So we're they're separated from us by the energy mm -hmm. field in the doorway, right? Correct. Uh, I can only he continues speaking. I can only imagine that you are here due to the current unpleasantness back home. So you're, you are a human. Or something approximating us. No, no, I assure you, sir. I am human. Though, to be fair, these creatures here are at the very least descendants of, of humans. 
Are they in a pit? No, it's more of the rings build up. So each ring, each ring's a step up. No, it's not freaky slide. No, I mean like this. From this to this, is it lower from up here? No, all the ground here is at the same height. Okay. And then, like I said, each of these rings is, it, you know, it's a little step up, but nothing nothing drastic. <clears throat> Descended from humans, so... Well... Our yeah. kind immigrated here. Uh, look at them, sir. They... I don't know that you could really call them human anymore. But no, this is... This is another Earth where the history is just quite different. Sorcerer kings of the ancient past waged a worldwide war, and this wonderful environment is the result. Hmm. They were attempting to find a more hospitable home for themselves. I had been trapped outside of my own home trying to find a way home, and we decided to work together. I did not intend to have them invade my home. That was unfortunate. Oh, you're the delight. You're the one the Crucible was talking about, aren't you? What did that thief have to say about me? Oh, not much. That you're just partly the source of the problem. Anyway, knock it off. I would love to, but unfortunately, I am uh, still somewhat trapped here. Uh, as he's been talking, this guy here has been quickly cast a spell. It doesn't visually do anything, but after he casts it, you know, he looks at you when you speak, and he looks at the other guys he speaks. Uh, the old man continues, So if the Crucible sent you, I assume that you have been to my old home in Savannah. Oh, that old dump? Yes. How I've is, been to it. How is the old place? And she just sort of does a little wavy hand thing. It's okay. It could use a remodel. I'm sorry, I have been ever so rude. Introduction should be made. You may call me the reliquary. I'll be right back, guys. Sorry. Okay, And who would you be? Oh, myself. Well, I've taken up the moniker Wolf Witch as of late. Actually, Wolf Witch and the Architect, give me an intelligence roll when it gives you his name. Or, excuse well, let's see, to remember something, would it be intelligence or awareness? Would a cult modify it, anyway? Yes, he is part of the occult community, so yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and do intelligence.
can I roll something other than a four? No. I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> I know I'm laughing, but I do feel bad. Well, you know, I just want something to be a little challenging for you. Let's throw everybody else. I'm just glad it's not just me. Well, you know, some days the dice roller really likes me, and some days it does not really like me. It loves Anna tonight. Like, how? No, it'll be back to normal next time. You have been on fire the last couple days. Alright, is that everybody? In that case, I have a lot of... We'll have to get a bigger refrigerator. (laughs) I feel like I'm missing somebody, but that's everybody in here. Uh, you're missing Wolf Witch. Ah, yes. Alright. Uh, the name Reliquary rings a bell. Not that you were really into the whole superhero scene, but, uh... You're pretty sure he was active back in the Second World War. As in work with the Nazis active, or just active? Um, yeah, he was like Hitler's mystic expert. Oh, it's the wizard Nazi. Really? Really? Nazis? We get to fight Nazis? Well, I mean, he worked with the wizard Nazis. I don't know if he was in the whole hates the Jews thing. It's... Close enough. This is a nice guilt-free fight if you want to kick him in the face. This still counts as Nazi fighting, right? I'd count it as Nazi fighting. I do, too. I am hardly a Nazi. I am confident in my own superiority, but that is because of my training and learning. Not because (laughs) of some innate bored with. Hey, you know what historians call people who worked with the Nazis who weren't actually Nazis themselves? Nazis! Nazis! Oh. <laughs> Would it make you feel any better if, if I assured you that I was only there to steal their artifacts? No, you still help them. I mean, like, I'm the most morally bankrupt person I know, and... To be fair, <laughs> early on, it did look like they were going to win. Eh. I know, I was there. I mean, not in, not working with the Nazis, but I, you know what, no, screw this. And once the Crucible joined with the Allies, well, then I was, well, I couldn't give up the opportunity to go after him with that sort of backing behind me. So, you were out to steal artifacts, and... Then you but, found out you could do some revenge killing. But but you called Crucible a thief. I think he's just pissy about his house. The Crucible took something from me that was rightfully mine. What I was taking from the Nazis was things that they had already stolen. And in many cases had murdered the proper owner, so... They were uh, up for grabs, if you will. Oh, oh, I know. You're just a jaded ex, aren't you? <laughs> that uh, is disgusting. Or Matt, excuse me. That ma'am is disgusting. 
Hell hath no fury like a lackey scorned. Uh, I was never the Crucible's lackey. So this I is pin, uh, I pin him as more of a flunky myself. What do you think? <laughs> Slap him, speak up. So this is a great talk about how much you hate a dude over a house. And I'm sure many other things that are important. <laughs> Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a personal matter. You won't be on TV? Yes, yes. That's great and all, but you've kind of now made two worlds fight each other over this personal matter. I merely opened a door. You knew Some, it would happen if you opened a somewhat, door. Somewhat on accident. I had meant to use this to send them to an empty world. At which point I would then have their archives here to study at my leisure. It was a win-win. Unfortunately, I used a fragment, a piece of root, a cutting from the world tree of our world. I thought I could use it to tap into other worlds. <coughs> But unfortunately, the easiest world to find with it was, of course, the one it was from. Who it would was have an thought? oversight on my part. And... Oh. <laughs> oh my god. So, so, to untether this world from Earth, we just need to destroy this tree. Well, I have a ritual that'll... The Crucible gave us a ritual that'll take care of that problem. I mean, I could just transmute its bark to water, or, you know, as much as I can. Inorganics. Damn it. Then the dirt underneath it. That's a lot of dirt. You're talking about a skyscraper-sized tree. Size, who, know, who says it still? It only exists on a physical plane anyway? We could burn yeah. it. <laughs> as you're talking, these two fancy guys start casting and touching the Piece of amber. Okay, we should probably end this. Uh, <laughs> can I... Well, Park is going to try and tear down this magical barrier. Alright, how are you going to do that? I uh, counterspell. Alright. Will that be a magic test versus a magic test? Let's see, is counterspell something they specified magic, or is that just the effect you're going for, though? Uh, just the effect. <sighs> All right. There's some, there is some sort of nullify power or something in here to me. Yeah. Yeah. What you want to do is definitely doable. Uh, mimic blast, mimicry, mind control, nullification. Can completely negate the powers of another within extended range. Roll coordination versus coordination. Hit the target if successful. Subtract your nullification level from all the target's power levels. All right, so you'd be targeting the field in front of you. First, give me right. a, give me a, an occult roll to see if you can successfully cast a spell. And you are casting it at your full power level? Yeah, I do not want to risk this not working. <coughs> and your power level is a 7? Yes, sir. Okay. Alright, so eight. 
So yes, you have the nullif you you have successfully cast the nullification spell. Uh, go ahead and give me a coordination check. Though the difficulty is gonna be super low because you're basically shooting a wall. Get those ones out early, I guess. Alright, then you are subtracting a 7 from the power level of the shield, which would essentially be the level of the wizards casting its power level. And working together, they have a... Oh, they have a 7! You sounded so excited. Oh. None of that. Alright, so the shield go you see the shield go down. Now the now that was the kind of brightly colored one blocking entrance. The dome over the entire uh courtyard little area or uh, circle of stones I should say. That is still up. That was apparently a different effect. <laughs> But your way, your way through is clear. So if you're going to initiate combat, we will need. Uh, let me. We will need a turn order. <coughs> and everybody, go ahead and give me coordination rolls. If you'll excuse me, I need to step away for just one second. That's absolutely all right. I'll be right back.
guess I'll swap these guys back since one of them actually has a name in the order. Alright, so. Need to be a wolf witch a turn, architect a turn, slap shot a turn, Udan a turn, monkey king a turn, and everlast a turn. Alright. So Everlast got a 10, Monkey King got a 6, Umudan got a 6, uh, Slapshot got a 10, Architect got a 6, man y'all got a lot of the same numbers, <laughs> Wolf Witch got an 8, we cheated. Clearly, clearly. There's simply no other explanation. Reliquary got a 10. Seven and that wizard got a seven and that wizard got a seven. No, that wizard got a nine and that we got an eight. All right, that should be everybody. Sort us in descending order. Top of the order is Everlast. All right, so we've got a energy dome over the circular ziggurat and uh, the. And the two front face, uh, the two front line mystics, are they inside or outside of that power dome? All right, the dome basically connects to the top of the standing stones. Oh, okay. Uh, the entryway so, uh, here is clear for y'all to run in. If you tried to fly in, you have oh. to pass through that, so you don't know what what it does. But sweet, so we could. Okay, so we've got basically we can we've got access to. Um, I see. Right. Is it possible for me to, uh, with my super speed of four, which makes me, I think, as fast as a fast car, could I, could I run up and uh, just try to punch the uh, the reliquary? Relic the reliquary? Uh, yeah, yes, you can make that distance, no problem with your super speed. All right, I'll go ahead and shift myself up there. I assume that's where I would be placing myself. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I'll go ahead and uh, try to throw a punch, and let's see what happens. All right. I generated an 11 total. All right, so... The reliquary... 
It is prowess. Correct. You hit him. What is Playful. your strength? Uh, the damage will be eight. Yowza. Yep, she's a she's a physical powerhouse. No damage resistance though, so we'll see how this fight goes. <clears throat> so you run up. Uh, you know he tries. You know he tries dodging the way. He's clearly got some combat skill. Mm-hmm. But having said that, you know, you nail him pretty good. Uh, he grunts and stumbles back. You've clearly hurt him. But uh, but he's he's definitely sturdier than a normal person. And you know, I'm in the midst of all the mages. Uh, you don't know what kind of armor he's wearing, but, uh, you know. While he took that lick, you don't think he would want to take too many more of them. Slap shot. Here we go. You're up. So we just, uh, wailing into them all, huh? If you want to talk, you can try to talk. Look, guys, you really don't want to be doing this. You look like a good bunch of freaks. <laughs> I suppose I'll just kind of blade up to this here, uh, Aztec-inspired headdress-looking mm -hmm. guy, and go ahead and just do my strike. All right, strike him. Oh, that's right. I've got the wizards put in here too. Don't I? Wizards. Oh, yeah, you hit him pretty good. Alright, then my strike does four ranks and has the secondary effect of affliction. So... Make a prowess test to touch your target. That's part of the strike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Strike touches. Then an affliction test against the higher of the target's strength or regeneration level. That's He doesn't have regeneration, so that's going to be uh, strength. Strength. Alright. And, um... And you have to roll your affliction level? Which will be a four plus a six, so, uh... All right, you beat him. So what does the affliction do? All right. That's a marginal success. Uh, moderate success. That's moderate. You actually beat him. All right. so. Moderate success inflicts the affliction's level as stamina damage, ignoring damage resistance, but not affliction resistance. The affliction continues, and another test is required on the following page at the start of your panel. All right. How many? You said it was four ranks of that? Yes. So essentially, he takes eight damage. Yes. 
All right, he is uh, wobbling. <coughs> You're pretty sure he's only standing up by strength of will. <laughs> Next up is the reliquary. He's going to roll these. <coughs> You're upsetting the dogs that could get played. <laughs> What was the name of the sect you were a part of, Everlast? Uh, it was the Paragons of Order. And you wear some kind of... You had something that... Yeah, I'm sure I do. I'm not sure what, but um, the costume design, it's it's got an Ankh motif, which, which would probably... Um, if I ever find an image that represents her final costume, we'll probably uh, it'll probably have a, uh, a similar kind of iconography. Mm. Um, but as far as the Paragons of Order, um, yeah, I haven't really thought about what that might be. Uh, okay. But I, I must have, I'm sure I have something that would uh, set me as a, that would identify as a member of that group. Um, but you're like the chosen yeah. one of that group, or was there a title for what you were? Um, I haven't thought of one yet i just have uh, the, the name the zansu which is the name of the champion whose spirit is uh, resting in my body okay. and or so, so is there anything um are you looking for anything in particular or something that would uh, not really like, I don't... the reliquary just says something to let you know that he knows who you're affiliated with okay oh okay well young lady you are associated with uh, an order with quite an extensive history. Yeah, that. How do the how do those paragons of virtue fare these days? Um, th this uh, this this hurts her because if I recall uh, what I'd established for my origin, I'm the only one left of that order. I, I was kind of like wobbling about whether I wanted like my parents to still be alive. I kind of go back and forth. Uh, I know I started the last session being kind of like being on the streets. Mm-hmm. Which which would hint that um, her parents are no more along with the rest of her order, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, I think if we can uh, just continue running off that, I, I think she would grit her teeth and say, "You're you're," and just like say say hurtfully, uh, "Yeah, you know, you're looking at it, <laughs> basically." Oh, when he asks how how the order's doing. Well, that is a, that is a shame, my dear. They had a long and storied history. It's a shame it's going to end here today. And he will try to slash you with his spear. Okay. He's got his strike, his prowess, plus his weapon skill. 
Alright, give me a prowess roll. Okay. Here comes my evasion. I also with a uh, modified by uh martial arts. Oh, that should be factored <laughs> into the roll though, right? Yes, that's already in there. Okay, okay. Alright, so he beat you by three. Mm-hmm. Uh let's see. Outcomes. Succeed significantly. This is a killing attack. All right, you take five points for damage. Okay. He is just not nice. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm reading the notation there. This isn't just any spear, I see. No, no, it's a specific spear. Yep. was a moderate. Oh, no, 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 that was a major. Hang on a second. Because he beat you about two. <coughs> two would be a moderate, so yeah, it gets into major. Give me a strength roll versus his damage. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's not good. For him or me. <laughs> Well, uh, he, he will have to roll, but it's a d6 plus his damage. Yep, okay. <laughs> All right. On a major massive. An attack achieves a potential kill outcome and inflicts zero or more Woo! stamina damage to the target after resistance test. Test the full damage level against the target strength. Uh, attacks inflicting less than zero stamina cannot kill a target. Since you fail, reduce the target's stamina to zero and render the character unconscious. Oh, you know, this is actually delightful, because I, um, I, uh, in the original version of this character, you know, she's got her, her base set in the Egyptian land of the dead. And in the, originally, the way she gets there is by basically being on the verge of death. And then she kind of like just uh, shifts over to, to her secret base within the land of the dead. Um, I have uh, the entry condition being a performance, assuming she has to like just do some kind of like mm. mystic rich thing. But depending on how you feel, if you want to kick that in, uh, you're welcome to. I'm just uh, letting you know that's kind of part of, uh, you know, that can also play into my quality of Anubis wants, her, wants his betrothed back, so... Feel free to uh, twist the knife as deeply as you like. Let's see. Well, getting to your base is something you'd have to actually activate, so. Um, yeah, the way it's it's written right here, I, I was just um just throwing ideas out. Oh, about, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to like you know save my save my hide of anything. I figure getting ported that make that would make things more dangerous for me since Anubis might detect me, but. I'm just right. uh, throwing so anyway, that bit out. Your stamina drops mm-hmm. to zero. Yeah. And on the following page and each page thereafter, the character loses a level of strength. When the strength falls to zero, the character dies. Okay. Now, somebody with a medical skill could go up and stabilize you. Anybody with healing magic, you know, 
first, I guess. Alright, next yeah. up is this mage down here. And he is going. Let's see, they had a seven working together, so that means he's only got a five. Let's see, he was keeping that main field up, so his personal field would not be up yet. And he is going to fire a blast at... He saw Wolf Witch catch a spell, cast a spell and negate his force shield, so he's going to shoot at her. Kind of as a obvious spellcaster. So it's going to be coordination, plus his skill with his magic. Alright, Zach, you need to dodge a seven. Oh! Nice! See, I had hopes without you playing Recluse that I could actually hit you at some point. <laughs> I'm sorry! Eh, you don't sound sorry. I mean, it's funny, but it's also really sad, and I feel bad. <laughs> so fire rakes down those couple of stones as you duck out of the way. And then it is your turn. Uh, what? I'm just going to turn into a wolf. I got that spell mastered, so I can just... Do it like that. Yep. And I'm going to jump on him. You don't know what he was expecting, but this clearly was not what he was expecting. by one. So how much damage do you do with your teeth? Three damage. Oh, I see where it says it now. <laughs> Alright. <coughs> he swatted away. He's freaking out like somebody that's got a fear of dogs, actually. Huh. Or maybe he's just not familiar with what a dog is. I mean, all the more for me. All the better for us. All the more for me. <laughs> uh oh. Next up is the Wizard Slapshot Zone. Ch -ch 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 
he is going to he is actually going to spend this action and raising his force shield, getting trying to get him some protection. Oh man, that's going to be funny. Why is it? Nothing, no reason. <laughs> well, you know, he doesn't know how your powers work. So. <laughs> Alright, the wizard up here seems to just be casting a spell involving that, that amber. Oh, and then his buddy goes, who also casts a spell. As to how well it is. that's two successes. Well, one for him and one for him. All right. See, Brian had to step away, but Monkey King still gets to go. Assuming I can find him in this big list of characters. Ah, oh, there we are, the Monkey King. Hmm. He is going to leap up. In this round, he is going to pop the unarmored guy. So that is what well, that was his attempt to attack versus the wizard's dodge. Okay, so a glancing blow doesn't really do anything. Emudan, you're up. Okay. <laughs> um, I, uh, first, I'm, I'm going to swing my mace, but uh, do I have to use an attack to sprout my wings? Uh, not unless, you have, not unless you have a limitation on your flight. If you've got your no, flight, I don't have, have a limitation. You know, I just, just And I'm not going to use them. I just wanted to look impressive. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll I'll say reliquary. We've listened to your pathetic story about your 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 tale of woe and the loss of your house. I am Imadan the Purifier, and my and I am here to punish the wicked. And so, so I'll sprout, sprout my wings, wings but they'll, they'll be all kind of fiery, and I'll swing my mace. But this is a new character for me, and these are new powers. So you'll have to help me with the mechanics okay. on the mace. He's got fire control four, and it's a hellfire mace is an extra for that. So do I like roll prowess and add four to it 
and then four to the damage. I don't know. I don't know how the mechanics of that works. All right. Was Hellfire a listed extra, or is that something specific? <laughs> a Hellfire weapon is um, listed as an extra under fire control. Energy control. <coughs> no, elemental control. Elemental control. Yeah. Uh, let's see if if you've got great power, if that's what we're using, it is page sixty. Okay, I've just got the no. Main. That's dimension control. I'm sorry. Um, I've just got the main book, so I don't know. Um, okay, well, never mind. Then. Read, read off what you. you know. If you can find it, just read off whatever Hellfire is. Sure. The, uh... Does it function like a mental blast or something where it bypasses damage reductions and so forth? Or It does work. Um, for Hellfire, uh, you control mystical Hellfire rather than normal flames. Your fire can burn target spirit. Inflicting damage like mental blast power, um, you may be able to develop mystical extras like hellfire weapons, etc., etc., etc. Okay. So basically, basically, you could hit him with hellfire from a distance, <coughs> or with the base mat mace bashing thing you've got, you can run up and physically hit him with it. Right, and then it would do the extra effect like Slapshot's got on his. Yeah, which is well, I thought that would be more fun to oh, yeah, yeah, swing yeah. the mace at him. So you're gonna fly up to him and hit him, or are you just gonna kind of blast the fire out of the mace at him? Uh, no, I'll fly up to him and hit him. Okay. So is that prowess, or is it prowess plus my? Uh, is it just plain prowess? To hit him, yes, because you don't have a weapon specialty or anything, so. Right, okay. It'd be hit your prowess versus his prowess. No, oh, that wasn't too good. No, well, no, it wasn't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just barely managed to get a, you know, well, I say barely. You get a, you get a decent lick on him. You beat him by one. So how much damage does the mace do? <coughs> Just close your shield. Well, is it... My strength is four. My uh, fire control is five or is four also. Would that be an eight damage? No, it does not add up like that. Okay. Since the, since the bashing part is essentially a strike, it would be... Right. Uh, it would be the higher of the two... Uh, I think you'd get a plus one out of it. So I think you'd be hitting with. I think you'd be hitting for a five there. Okay. So yeah, see that's that's where I was confused. It's how the mechanics of that worked. All right, he's got some damage reduction for the bashing part of it. Then the four ranks of 
essentially just the hellfire that he has to resist with his willpower. Uh, give me a roll plus four that he will then have to resist with his willpower. Uh, he's got mental resistance, which will help him. Or actually, Hellfire. No. I would say that would mental resistance would not fall under that, just because it works kind of <coughs> like Mental Blast. Doesn't, doesn't actually make it a Mental You got blast. a good roll, though, anyway. Well, after all I the ones and twos I've had, it's about time. <laughs> so he manages to resist the damage of the Hellfire. His soul is well protected. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> I'll have to bow out pretty soon, guys. Yeah, I was hoping we'd get this wrapped up, but but uh, so you know, he takes that one lick. He resists the hellfire. He kind of steps back. Hmm, hellfire makes me wonder if you're an angel from above or below. I'll just shrug my shoulders. <laughs> Uh... Huh. I apparently skipped the architect. Oh, yeah. wait. She, but Anna goes after Emma Dunn anyway. Okay. Architect, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to walk Go. over here, and as I'm walking by this wall right here, I'm going to clap my hands and touch it. I'm going to pull a spear out of it. Not really a spear, more of a staff, just a sharpened point. And I'm going to jab it at this guy. A big stone toothpick. Yes. A little more metal, but sure. As long as it's pointy. Oh, that's right. It doesn't have to be made of stone. You're not reshaping it. You're actually transmuting the elements itself. Yeah. Alright, give me a stabby stabby roll. I don't think I've ever used a weapon before. What do I use to uh, roll for that? Uh, that would be prowess, because it's still kind of a close combat attack. Thank you, Dougie. I him like a kebab. <laughs> Alright, what is your strength? A five, I believe. Yep, five. Alright. Let me check how much his force shield is. A spear would be at least... Uh, a spear would at least give you a plus one, so... Alright. And this guy had a five magic... So only one point gets in, but you beat his roll by so much that give me give me a uh, a roll plus six because he has to use his strength to resist the damage because you got a killing effect on him. <laughs> you know, just like what happened to Everlast earlier. Okay, you need to roll a six. 
Is that what you wanted? I rolled my strength. Uh, well, you'd also have the plus one for the spear's damage. Because uh, what you what you rolled is the total damage of the attack is what he's got to resist. So that'd be an eleven uh, instead of a ten. So he's got to resist against an eleven with his puny strength. Yeah, he goes down. All right, top of the order is Everlast, and she had a she had an eight strength, correct? Yes, and now it's seven. Yep. Let's see, where, what's the best place to mark that? I'll do like a. If you click on the token, it should bring up uh, all the little circles. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. I have put a seven in the blue. Can you see it? Yes, great. Thank okay. you. Are they bleeding, I presume? Yes. Bleed, bleed, bleed. Uh, slap shot. See, where's our person that's almost down? Uh, right at the last pretty... Oh, that's real distant. <laughs> uh, I would say well, we ain't exactly we ain't exactly in desperation mode yet, though. So I'll run up to this uh, this hooded man and attempt to strike him. Okay. Alright, you definitely struck him. Alright, and then the... What kind of damage are you doing? Well, the strike. Uh, four plus the possible affliction. Alright, he's got... He has got, uh... He has his shield up. Okay, so then the, um... Get back there. So did your... Do you have something that gets through to protections, or? Uh, is that shield working as damage reduction? Or? I believe, yes, I believe that's how force shield works, as damage reduction. Alright, then the regular damage won't... Go, won't, will not go through. But you made contact with the affliction still. But I made contact with the affliction, which ignores damage reduction. Alright, he resists that with what? Uh, strength or regeneration level. He is mighty. It is a moderate success or better. So, inflicts a, inflict the affliction's level as stamina damage. So, four. Alright. He kind of cries out. Then it is the reliquaries go. Ooh, yes. Alright. Uh, okay. It's four o'clock. Is everybody good to... to continue I'm going to have to bug out at any minute. 
Yeah, and I've got another thing coming up, so I need to uh, rest up a bit before that. In that case, we will go ahead and just wrap here. Uh, and basically, we will start up the next the next session. We'll do kind of like we did the last one. The next we'll, round. We will start up, finish this fight, do the wrap up, and then probably switch back over to... Well, actually... Hmm. There's more to this than just the fight. I don't know that it'll take a whole session. Well, we'll start up here, and then we may segue back in, or switch back over to the uh, the government team, Spear, if we wrap up with the Haunted. But we will keep the initiative order where it's at. So, anybody that comes by later and watches this, I hope you enjoyed it. I uh, want to thank my players. Again, we had Curtis playing Imidon. We had Mike playing Everlast. We had Brian playing the Monkey King. Taylor playing Slapshot. Anna playing the Architect. And Zach playing Wolf Witch. And myself as the Reliquary. <laughs> and, you know, all the other douchebags. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.